Hello, hello, all you loyal nobodies out there. And hello to all you disloyal ones. We know who you are, and we are sending the Israeli Secret Service to your fourth cousin's house. You know the one. The one that writes all those emails. The one that swears he only has a sheep farm for the lanolin production. Well, you can thank us for never ever having to see him again at a family reunion, because we love you. Why am I in such a, a giving mood, you ask? Even amongst the record-breaking heat wave that we have experienced this past week? Well, it's because the newest, by nature, well, by law of nature, I suppose, superfan of the show was brought into the world on Saturday, August 26th, 2023. His name is Finn and he has got a wicked spin kick and he will show you who's boss. It was an extremely hard one for my sweet, sweet partner, Melissa, uh, but one in which, uh, you know, she showed that much like the Wu-Tang Clan, she uh, is not to be fucked with. So in celebration and in putting this occasion out into the ether forever, I would like to say, I love you so much, Melissa and Finn. And we are so unbelievably happy to have you home. This episode is part three of it seems to be a four-parter, possibly five. I have no idea how long Chris is uh, deciding or willing to drag this out. But it is a super fun one. So let's all enjoy. relax, take it easy. You're still young, that's your fault. There's so much you have to know Find a girl and settle down If you want, you can marry Look at me I'm old, but I'm happy I was once like you what's, are now What's uh, fucking somebody's favorite rice? Or what's that What's that rice you like to eat? Or some, some shit like that And Peter's like, what? He says, Uncle Ben's And... Fucking then the last page is the last picture is, you know, sea biscuit crying. It's all <clears throat> very confusing what just happened. Hilarious. The, both the the retelling and the final product. You're a butt licker. I do like to lick butts from time to time. Welcome. I've had enough of your foolishness. To another This is this is a part three. This is we haven't done one of these in a while, and he actually threatens more. So let's see what we can do about that to stop him. Uh, short of stabbing, because that's <laughs> yeah, I've, this time I've got I special plans. He's got to make it all the way out to his car, or I could just go to the kitchen and steal some of his knives. Whatever, that's neither here nor there, people. What I'm saying is, it's Chris's time to say his part of the of the, of the title now. You still haven't actually. Oh, I did. I said you have UFOs. No, you said Wait, that's your part. Absolutely nothing. I am so edit this out later, Jason. Future Jason, <laughs> take care of this for me. I am. I'm. Chris knows better. I am going to loudly slurp my coffee while you give your part of uh, the intro. That's not fair. Uh, see no, hear no, speak no. It was all planned. That was the, the whole the whole mess around right there. Well that, done. Well that done. Was, that was my pause sentence. Mm. I'm just getting that eccentric. Mm. Kudos and granola bars to you, sir. Well done, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get uh, you know dicey up in this piece with the that, UFOs, yeah. the conspiracies, Ooh. and the Moidas, 
which actually I think this is this is really cool because we do have all three in this. Uh, I mean, story. nobody likes to have murders on hand. It's just you know we bought like a big box of them from Costco one oh, day. It's this Costco be a sells something. those. Or we did something to get them. I'm sure. Mm. Probably was lurid and dark, and it's Chris's um, episode, and mm. I think that he should begin the the continuation of the regalement of the story and tale of these. <laughs> some would say often. folk tale. Some would say old German folk tale. <sighs> but none of those would be true for this situation. This oh, is well, just. I mean, Hassenkopf, he, he tried. He tried mm, with some, some German influence. So heavy handed is, is what I think that is. God damn, everything this guy did was heavy handed. I meant Germany. We were we were talking about that, but yeah, we'll, we'll say him though too. And heavy yeah. on the bullshit. So we are not gonna give a whole recap on this. You just mm-hmm. gotta go back and listen to part parts one and two. But uh, I needs blood. That's kind of needs blood for some weird reason. Um, I actually don't think he needs the blood. I think he's being. Uh, I think he's being grabby. He needs the morphine, is. which we still don't 100% know that that's what he's fucking injecting into himself. We, we have no idea. I mean... He says it's morphine for his leukemia. I mean, but. sometimes you need morphine, you know, like when you're addicted to it because you just take it because it's morphine. Right, but but we'll, we'll, we'll get to some more stuff about mm-hmm. the drugs here in a little bit. So I believe, if I'm not mistaken, where we left off was that we just met Linda Henning. Uh, she's the hairdresser lady? No, no, then we're past I don't. Her. I don't think we've met Linda Henning. Then I could have sworn that. I think I would remember the difficulty I had with pronouncing Linda Henning. Uh well, okay. I think that's no. We have to have left off right there because that would have been listened, the perfect. I've listened to a few of these episodes. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't know who Linda Henning is, or if you did uh, talk about her, it. Like, this isn't the, the hairdresser that Dude, Girly gonna, Chew went to and, and told already, everything to. We already that's where all we, that out. That's, yeah, and now we're right after that. Seriously? Yes, ma'am. Are you going to make me go back and listen to the last two minutes of this episode? I mean, I will hit pause even. And now, go ahead. <laughs> you filthy hooker. So, yes, you you were right. However, I wasn't entirely wrong because my notes... See, the first time he said it, he said, you were right, I was wrong. Now he's backpedaling, looking for loopholes to jump through so he can save some face. And I don't know that I appreciate that. Well, my last notes end with Linda Henning, but I did put a star, see, right there, mm-hmm. that says, started talking about a aliens so that's i actually showed myself but i didn't use the same notebook yeah so Um, cool your tits linda anyway yeah we'll get to linda real real soon oh my goodness she knows what's coming for oh my goodness yeah so more (laughs) fuckery so okay all right so backtracking just real fast we're we're actually talking about julie mcguire who uh, was the owner of the Enchantment Lodge in uh, Aztec, New Mexico. Later known as Mark. <clears throat> and uh, when she meets Dyson, yes, he goes through all, all of his spiels. But um, now he's talking about extra stuff because from... Like extraterrestrials? Mm. Exactly. <gasps> because... Because, <clears throat> because, you know. Because, 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 because. Julie's actually smart. And Julie's actually smart. She was. She asks some questions here and there. And uh, so the stories got, have to twist. And so 
Yeah, uh, after a few visits and this and that, when and Dimitri uh, always asking for girly, you know, then he has to, Dyson has to come up with the story of how Dimitri is one of 12 boys genetically engineered in a lab. He from could have his said sperm. three. He could have said and, three, but he said fucking 12. He said 12. Come on, man. His sperm and 12 other women's eggs, and they're all like psychic power babies or some shit. And uh, it's it's it, the the project was nicknamed Project Girly, which is why he's always asking just, for Girly. Just an afternoon at the office, cranking out super powered alien babies. Yeah, all in one month. All, I was gonna say it probably <laughs> took him an afternoon, but so uh, that having to be ramped up in some way or another, he goes on to uh, start telling Miss Julie that. Um, he, thanks to being a part of the CIA and, and their black ops programs mm-hmm. and yada yada, that, that he is privy to the information of um, an alien uh, takeover at some point, which is funny because if you listen to this portion, the more and more he tells this story, mm-hmm. the more it flippity flops. So mm-hmm. you'll see. Um, so he's privy to this information via this, his ties in the CIA that there will be an alien takeover that's going to come down and fucking uh, obliterate uh, more than, let's say, 70 or 80 percent of the population. Such bold predictions. poisoning the drinking water. Man, it's such a bitch way to do it. Right. That's or I guess a, such a testy way to do it. Such a dumb human way to do it. Man, humans is dumb. <clears throat> but that he has noticed that she has the mark. She has, <gasps> There's a sign. And she has the mark of one that has been abducted and implanted. With a little beacon that tells in her in the bridge of her nose uh-huh. that tells them that she's one of the ones that that's good to be rescued. When Man, they're, when they're, that, what are the odds? What are the fucking odds, like, right? Every lady that I meet has this this mark, and I'm supposed to rescue them and stuff. Captain, rescue a mark, and they are all worth ninety percent off of this really expensive treatments mm. for cancer they don't have. Um, Look, or just, some of them do, and it's still. It's going to be a grand, or you off. could just give me some of that sweet, sweet blood. Oh. Let's just let's not even think about it too fast, or you know, just just you know what? Just give me some blood. You know what? I got magic blood. I will, we can trade. I will fucking take the blood. You give me some of yours. I'll give you some of mine. Wait till you go to sleep, you son of a bitch. But I'm gonna just hold yours off to the side. You, you got to drink mine now. I'm gonna pay a hooker to fart on your face. <laughs> has nothing to do with gathering the blood. This has gotten personal. This escalated very quickly. So give me some blood. <laughs> it went from nasty to nasty. I don't understand why people don't like when I ask them for blood. <clears throat> so, mo- moving moving right along. Mm-hmm. You'll figure it out one day. I will not. Uh, he says that she will be rescued by the good aliens um, and brought to a space station uh, that... Is, is now floating uh, above Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, also, uh-huh. if you act now, Julie, for the low, low price of 90% off, just $3,200 times two, because you know you're going to need... Uh, you know, a few, a few, at least two. He's starting to sound treatments. a little more like my pimp than some guy that just wants my blood. Let's get you to it with the numbers. Could have this magic <laughs> medicine that mm. makes you anti-age or age backwards, and it'll like, age you any direction you want to age. Cures all your cancers, and it will suck your dick till it finishes. Ooh, <laughs> even but, if you're a lady, 
but that's, only if you take this blood. That's why we put that guarantee on the box. <clears throat> also, here's a fun one. <laughs> it's all fun. He tries his hand at subliminal uh, suggestion. Mm. Uh, she caught him a couple of times, apparently, when she was dozing off in bed next to him. Mm. Lean over and whisper, like, into her ear, shit like... Uh, <laughs> What did you say? Something like, um, you're feeling very relaxed. You're feeling very relaxed. If this is your pillow talk, I'm going to murder you with a pillow over your face. This is terrible. And apparently when she, like, like hears him and is like, what the fuck are you doing? He, he you know, he gives her one of those, oops, I thought you were asleep. <laughs> oops, I thought you were asleep. I'll remove it from your bottom. I was about to ask you for the, the launch codes and freaking... Mm-hmm. No, no, that's what a guy who sneaks it in and the girl wakes up is, and is not happy about it. That's that's his. That's where his voice is at, tonally. You now like butt sex. <laughs> I know you said not to do this to you, but I kind of did it anyway and there's no way to hide this. <laughs> You want to what are we talking head? about? Stop letting me talk and talk. Mm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think uh, if anyone listens to enough of our show, they'll mm-hmm. see that that is my ongoing failure of a mission. I think he means cross to bear. What a fucking drama queen, right? <sighs> Listen, you don't make fun of my cross-eyed bear. That's a manufacturer's defect. He came that way, and I love him just the same. It means Moving he's half right retarded. Along. That's what they say in the paperwork. Moving right on. They said they had the tests done. Your cross-eyed bear. It's got problems. He's not bad ones. He'll make it through, but not... He, he can't. He won't be, like, living on his own. He's still named Brand. He's worth more. Mm-mm. <clears throat> not after right he murders your family in their sleep. Julie. Then he's worth a lot more. <laughs> Fucking A. Because I paid him. Fucking A. This bear doesn't exist, right? Julie shows back up, or pops back up, mm-hmm. or comes to visit, let's say, uh, back to Albuquerque to visit Dyson in January of 99. And Dyson says uh, the NSA is hunting him. They're trying to kill him now because he's given this 90% off discount and this, this treatment. The shock on that dog's eyes was priceless and i'm leaving it to fuck in her dreams are so vivid <laughs> i would love to see what's going on in her sweet little piggy mind when I, she sleeps because it is crazy i talk. like to assume that she was reacting to your telling of the story and she was just as shocked as the rest of us were she's about to start squeaky barking and it's going to be the most adorable thing ever it's like what the nsa's after this guy for some reason <laughs> it's great so yeah 90 percent off they say it's a good they deal. should be clocking 1.8 mil on this mm. shit and this motherfucker is giving it to for 90% off just so he can get a, a slice of tang. and They better be know? putting out is what I'm saying because, well, no, I'm not. They should not be believing this man. He's a, a, a scoundrel and a cheat. Well, apparently, not only are they out to kill him, but they said fuck this guy altogether. They're going to kill all 12 of his sons, too. I mean, they, they probably should, right? Uh, if, uh, well, he's such a, if he's such a... a a crazy Scally wild Ryan. card that they can't control unless they kill him. Like, those are just like little copies of him. You know? Well, he says that the, look at their little kimonos. Don't they look so cute? <laughs> he claims that the other eleven are too powerful and that he will uh, that that they must be destroyed. But that Dimitri is the one he got out of there with because he is 
basically like the top tits. Are you accidentally retelling me the plot line to a Dragon Ball Z series? Because um, it's pretty boss either way. No, but they should take cue from this dude. Like, Goku spitting all of this rhetoric would be hilarious. A little rapey, though, I think. So he says, <clears throat> in his in his sheer panic and, and terror uh, of the I, of the CIA, I was about to say IRS, that's hilarious. That's He should be just as scared with the oh, shit he's he, pulling. For real. Like, he's been given many thousands of dollars, and I assume paid zero taxes on it. Uh, so Smart. he says he tells Julie he has a plan. This is one good move. And that he needs her to get two passports mm-hmm. for him and Dimitri so mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. flee to China. Okay. Right? This sounds rock solid so far. Right? Yeah. So Julie's like, bruh, I own a fucking spa. Where, what, are you, what are you talking about? Fake passports and shit. I don't know. Well, Look, everybody knows that every spa that's ever been created ever has a basement in the Alamo that makes fake passports and fucking has stolen Pee Wee's bike. As if blood drawing and morphine use and. You shut uh, up and give me your blood, I said. And, uh, you know, fucking genetically engineered children isn't enough. Fake passports is where Julie draws the line. You know what's real sad is that all 12 of those fucking kids. Addicted to heroin. Not I even bet. morphine, just heroin. I bet they are. They developed it quick. So he's like, look, I got to stash Dimitri here and, and bounce for a little bit. You need to keep him secret so they can't catch us in the same place. Hey, right. take my baby from me. Right. It cries a bunch. Oh, and by the way, I got this leukemia from <coughs> from the CIA. Oh, the NSA, excuse me. The NSA Man. gave me this leukemia and, and now they're out to get me too. And so it's all only because I gave them leukemia first, whatever. So this was January mm-hmm. of '99. He shows back up again in May. Sorry, yeah, he goes to New Mexico to visit her in May, and she she noted that uh, Dimitri looked drugged, like he looked like he was just hmm. out of it. Um, Look, I said all of my kids love heroin. That doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't move it off of him. It's He's, part of the process, all right? They have to fight through it. I keep <clears> telling them. But it I keeps keep, their I keep, powers at bay. I do keep buying them heroin, too. So, so it's kind of a oopsie on both parts. So I, I don't believe that it's saying he left Dimitri with her for those five months. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, this is just babysitter. five months later, you know, she he, he shows up in New Mexico uh, and, sorry, in uh, Aztec. Uh, so then a couple of days later after he has now gone I guess that just a weekend mm-hmm. excursion he goes back home then she goes to Albuquerque to meet him and uh, and she says that he tells her that he she has to park at this bank like like a mile or so away because the NSA and everything they're watching him and shit so he's got to come and get her and she can't stay at his place and this and that um, so she's only there for a day and she leaves again. And, uh, but she did note that he, when, when he, he did bring her to his house for a minute, he snuck her in, he snuck her in mm-hmm. and he said mm-hmm. that they've got bugs everywhere. They got his whole house bug, but he knows how to jam the signal and that she thought it was hilarious that in, in him showing her his control panel for how he jams their signal, mm-hmm. he's just punching in random numbers on his fucking garage door opener. 
sweet. <laughs> but that's how fucking secret and special it is. Exactly. Man. It's, it's only the CIA would be that covert mm-hmm. to make that look like a garage door opener, that's right? right. <laughs> so. What's up with your 90s cell phone, you son of a bitch? So, like I said, she was only there for a day. She comes back a week later to find uh, his place. Uh, like, he tells her that it's okay for, for her to come, that they stopped listening now, mm-hmm. and she can come just directly to hang out at his place or whatever. And when she walks in, she finds, like, needles everywhere and just weird little spatters of blood here and there, mm-hmm. um, gauze and shit. Uh, he's got track marks. Um, yeah. And he said that uh, he the was... The government, the NSA did it, whatever, man, just... just. Uh, well, he said he was drawing his blood and so much of it for <laughs> the boys, for, for the 12 boys, because they needed, you know, he still has the special blood, so they man. still needed injections of it to keep them going and and god he didn't say they needed hot beef injections Mm, mm, (laughs) that's terrible mm, those mm. are his sons just like you like it uh so (laughs) i'd like to eat my beef thank you very much not have it injected that's it seems dangerous you'd get sepsis that way apparently probably uh, not what is sepsis it's like some kind of jewish surprise party (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think uh, (laughs) Never, never mind. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not, I'm stop not, it now. I'm not gonna <laughs> stop it now before it becomes something. If, yeah, something <clears throat> possibly offensive. Uh, so, at, at some point during this this time that she was there, this time uh, he was drinking, uh, and he was in one of his weirdo moods, I guess, and so he's. Sobbing, he's in his feelings about some shit that he never actually explains, but he's sobbing about doing bad and like how he's done bad things and he feels bad for it and and then she uh, he fucking like starts showing her shit around his house and pulls out this fucking samurai sword apparently that he had bought. Oh, by the way, I'm also a real samurai. <laughs> right, because he's because he's half Japanese, yeah. of course. Oh yeah, um, an uh, all robot alien. So, yeah. <laughs> so yes, this samurai sword that he has that's totally authentic and, and mm-hmm. it's it's a oh, man, it's totally sharp, dude. No, you can't buy these from the gas station on the corner. <laughs> not anymore. Not after I did what I did with it. Mm-mm. Another time mm-hmm. when they were chilling in bed, apparently. Uh, she was not, you know, they were watching TV or whatever, and she was not wearing her glasses. Mm. Uh, so he assumed that she's fucking blind. Mm. Uh, so he's sitting there next to her on the phone, on his phone, and, and she glances over, and just right out there in the open, he's talking to a couple other women, uh, offering them the same 90% discount on these, uh, anti-aging or cancer treatments whichever they needed <sighs> I, I like to think he just had his calendar open and on the next day it was like just casually written kill this lady <laughs> so she won't see this the dumb broad she ain't even got her glasses on what the fuck that's that's so ridiculous so on june 15th he calls Julie and and says that he's really sick from his leukemia and he would he's requesting that she comes down to help take care of him and Dimitri. 
And she's like, yeah, okay, sure. He says, you know, the NSA's gone, so it's all good. Uh, NASA requests your your showing up to to meet. Uh, don't you know better? Come fluff my balls and make me soup. That's terrible. You don't have soup after the ball fluffage. You do it before. Mm. The ball fluffage is like the that's the reward for uh, soup well eaten. I, I mean, I I prefer both. You know, I don't like me, how long you're you're letting me do this to you. Call me indulgent. You know, I do every day. That's what that's your name in my telephone is that is that exactly Chris Trismegistus too many letters I just put asshole nice nice I'll take it mm-hmm. so uh, yeah so she gets there and she's she's talking to him and he's he's playing super sick and she's like yeah okay whatever so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Dimitri with me then mm-hmm. right because now at this point she has built up all of this shit in mm-hmm. her head she's like something fucking diabolical is going down I'm saving this baby so she takes this as her opportunity to get Dimitri the fuck out of there. Such a sweetheart. Right. And so she, uh, when she gets Dimitri back to, well, sorry, on their way out, mm. right, still playing the role, mm. she tells Dimitri, say goodbye to your daddy, and mm. apparently he outright refuses. And to say so, goodbye to the daddy? To, to Dyson. And, and uh-huh. he just basically tells her, no. Um, no, he outright refuses to say goodbye to the man. So she's We're not like, "Take another step until you say goodbye to your father." If there hadn't been red, uh, other red flags oh. about this kid, that's definitely one. So he was like, "Yay, we're leaving, Daddy! Fuck that Pretty guy!" Much. <clears throat> so he's smart. So she gets him back to Aztec, and uh, and she starts, you know, noticing things about the kid. How he's fucking filthy. So she gives him a bath. She notices bruises on his temples. Ouchies. That's where your brain's at. Which he says are from daddy's punches. Those are the hinges to the brain place where if you destroy those hinges, the box don't open up right no more. It gets worse. So uh, He didn't put a crayon in his nose, did he? No, no, thankfully not. Uh, But his his undercarriage. Oh, no. His boy parts are Mm -mm. super, super dirty and rashy. Rashy, rashy, um, dirty and rashy. He's a um, combination for boy parts. His 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 butt swole, Mm-mm. and um, and I don't, she, and, I don't care and for it. Dyson apparently had had clued her into this being a possibility uh, prior to this uh, by saying that he fell on it. So his butt, his butt swollen because he fell on it. Oh so my god! I thought you were saying be because Tyson tripped and fell like yeah. on it. Yeah. No, no. The boy fell on his own butthole somehow. Okay. That's, According that's, to that's, m- that's much more believable, I think, that way than him being like, "Oops, I tripped on the paper and I'm inside my son and I don't know how that happened." Yikes! So how do you on explain top that of all to the guy? Yeah. Apparently, uh, in in the washing process, uh, the boy she gets down to his feet, mm-hmm. and he starts complaining about his toes being sore. Oh no! And he didn't she like splits him up in his toes and finds track marks in between the boy's toes. That motherfucker. Which, when questioning Dyson about this, uh, 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 Douche Pickle says. Um, that he he walks into the kid's room one day and finds him, quote, playing a new game 
where he's just pushing a push pin into his fucking flesh uh, between his toes. Like, yeah. it's fun. Like that, yeah, that's totally not heroin uh, stuffs or mm. nothing or whatever. I'm, he's uh, he's addicted to thumbtacks and his toesy woesies. So addicted, right? She suspects that he's drugging him to leave to just to be able to leave him alone. How and... old's the kid now, by the way? Give me an idea. That's a good fucking question. I don't think you've told me. I, do, I he keeps fluctuating from infant to twelve-year-old. When, year old when in my he head. pops up with this kid, it was. It was a baby uh, when he popped up with Gurley. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I don't remember the year because this is only my notes from episode two. Just I'd have to go back. and Give I don't me, know. The give kid me a stage be, in life. I don't know. I assume he's like six let's or say, seven. Let's say well, no, because... Just like kid age. Wait, so, wasn't older, it 92 when him and Gurley got together? So it must have been a roughly 93 when he pops up with 95. the baby. I don't know. And it's only 90... Mm, 99. Everybody party like it's... You've said 1999 quite a few times. Don't you be lying to me. Yeah, the, the, the... Sweet. Well, he claimed all the boys were born August 8th of 1996. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's 99 now. The kid can't be but, like, four. Man. Because he's still saying daddy's punches and stuff like that. Oh, okay. He can't explain shit. So he's still like three or four. I would expect him to be able to explain less with all of the head trauma and heroin. Fair enough. I keep saying heroin, but it's probably fucking <clears throat> morphine, right? Like he's probably just like, shut up, kid, have some morphine. I don't you know. know what that is? I, That's enabling. I really don't know. Because like I said, we don't. We still don't know 100% if it's morphine. Basically that separate those two. So she calls DCS, Aztec DCS, and reports this, and they basically tell her, oh, that's fucked up, dude, but we can't do anything about it because uh, he's he, he lives in Albuquerque, and all this shit happened in Albuquerque, so you gotta contact the Kirky and uh, let them know what's happening. So, I told you, Albuquerque, fucking terrible. So she does that, but she decides also to have a friend of hers who is a PI do a background check, mm-hmm. and of course they find everything. Mm-hmm. And man, Google searches, right? Like, world would have been faster with them. Mm-hmm. You Google that motherfucker, and you know, no more scam. But she had to hire a PI. Mm-hmm. 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 A practical so, instigator. That happens. Um, and. Oh, what is the end of the Julie scenario? Because man, okay, want, here's the end of Julie. I want to see a movie now called the Julie scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's how that whole shit goes down. <sighs> Nothing with the cops, actually. Nothing. No. Nothing with no. no, no. You said no cops. That was a deal. Nothing. Um, <laughs> in fact, what winds up happening is that Dyson comes and. Uh, Basically, it takes uh, Dimitri back from Julie, but has her go with him to an adoption agency uh, where they sit down and they speak to a woman uh, named... That's a fucking weird name. (laughs) Ivanda... Cheshire. Cheshire. It's Cheshire. not much more Cheshire? normal now. I don't know exactly. I never saw it spelled. I, I just, I'm guessing by the pronunciation. Chester. Evanda Cheshire. Uh, and as she's sitting down with these two motherfuckers, she has, she, she made a statement that she had never 
ever in her career seen anything like this shit right here. So he was able to provide the birth certificate for mm -hmm. Dimitri with mm -hmm. his name on it. Mm -hmm. But saying that he and Gurley were the birth parents. However, it's a long clandestine story. I just don't know if you want me to get into it. When asked, though, for extra documentation, he wasn't able to provide anything about Gurley being pregnant or the first entire month of the baby's fucking life. So then he finally, okay, you got me. He's like, ah, you yeah, got, you got gonna... me. He I'm tells just, just waggy dude, you know, just a waggy dude. He tells this lady that the real mother is an Asian lady, mm. but that she only provided the egg, and that because mm. he is such an amazing, world-renowned geneticist. I thought you were gonna say lover. He fertilized said egg himself in his lab and grew his own son. With one eye tied behind his back, he could do it. That's yeah. right. With his dick and one of those fucking, uh, mm -hmm. you know, one of those cages. No, I like, don't like where so this is going. So he couldn't even get a heart on it, his no, awesomeness. This is, I don't like how I'm you saying. know about the apparatus you just described is, is terrifying and I don't know why. That's something that's just pickable from your brain. Whatever. You shut up. You don't know me. And you don't know my talking. life. I mean, I would tell you if you asked, but you, you shut just me don't out. care like that. You anyway, shut me out with grossness. He tells this woman <laughs> that he is fucking awesome and that he grew his son all on his own. I mean, that's evident. But now he wants to sell him for. I need more some drugs, of that sweet, sweet cash. Look at so, his toes. I could barely put heroin in him this morning. So he's also like, hey, by the way, I got leukemia. <laughs> and she's like, yo, but um, look here. We got to give you all the tests and stuff to make sure of what we're getting into mm -hmm. and who's going to be. Don't a, believe you know, in it. It's against what. my religion. And it comes back that not an air one of them has leukemia or anything else for that matter. I said, shut up and give me your blood, lady. Which then he can use as his fuel for, see, magic blood. I'm Ooh. cured already. But that's, yeah, but that's that ruins all of the other ones so and bad. stuff. I'd mm -hmm. be like, I'm, I need to talk to the NSA, sir. I'm sorry. I just have a feeling that you're maybe painting a bad light on them because you are. So either way, cured of cancer. Somehow, he gets. They they take the baby. They they take him. They, they accept I mean, him and they find him a home. I am very happy that that happened. And on August 27th of 1999, Dyson takes a group family, a group picture with uh, Dimitri and his new family. And that's the end of that. Jeez it out to fucking Margaritaville. That's the last we hear of Julie and everything. Man, I really thought that they were going to stick around till the end. So I, I didn't actually think that. Oh, now it gets better, though. Okay. So a month later, Diazen mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, decides he's gonna he he I, and I I'm pretty sure that that the whole purpose behind this was to get more fuel for his new stories okay. because he pops up at a David Icke conference in New Mexico. Man, I don't know who that is at all. You don't know who David Icke is? Not by name, obviously. I might know who he is situationally or. 
you know oh my goodness uh okay well for all the kids out there if you want to shoot us a, an oh my goodness email care of jason fucknuts rambo or if you want to shoot us some heroin s-n-h-n-s-n-p-o-d at gmail.com and tell him who the fuck david ike is heroin is Uh, real serious guys be careful with it i'm not saying don't do it but i'm I'm saying be careful (laughs) i'm really surprised i really thought you were gonna know who that is i don't know who david ike is and do the (gasps) just like i did no okay so i gasped too much when i was young so now i I can't it takes a great deal of effort to gasp I know you must have heard the last podcast episode on David Icke. So either way, I... either way, David Icke is the you tell me. basically the, the the main name in the um, uh, the lizard people theory and conspiracy. Yeah, no, I don't follow and that. He perpetuates and oh man. I don't Ooh. follow it because I, I completely believe it's real. Oh, he's li- a special son, bitch. The lizard people part and the Ugh. flat earth part and how the lizard people always stick to the bottom of the flat earth when you look at it. It doesn't... Part. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. Just I like, wish I had sticky toes. Just like real lizards. That's geckos, not Honestly, lizards, Honestly, dude, it doesn't matter what... Lizards use their mind. What you watch on David Icke, it will be hilarious. So, he goes <laughs> to a... a David I conference in New Mexico. I thinking you're going to say concert. I'm like, this is going to get weird, but then it just gets kind of weird. And there he meets a one Linda Henning. Cool. And now we're back. I mean, we, yeah, I was going to put up a fight about it, but no, I'm good. <sighs> I am. I'm good. Go ahead. Linda Henning. Linda. Born October 10th, 1953. Uh, quite a successful woman on her own. She had a clothing line that was uh, internationally uh, carried or whatever. Uh, she was an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she had her shit going on. She had her shit straight. She was, ma- she was engaged to a dude named Steve Zachary. Which upsets me for obvious reasons. I don't trust him. It sounds like a guy that I'd want to punch in the face immediately. Mm. Hey, Steve Zach. (laughs) You can't call him Steve Zachary. It's Steve Zach. You have to shorten it because otherwise you'd be the douchebag instead of him. I'd call him Stezik. I'd just sneak up behind him and punch him in the temple and run. Well, he gets his. (laughs) So she was 45 and Diazen was 34 when they met at this conference. Mm. And basically, you know, he fucking dropped the whole spiel on her. You mean his penis, right? That's terrible, Chris, that you would word it that way. The whole spiel. And then some. And she was instantly fucking mesmerized by The dude's got the D. I've said it since episode one. And uh, Majesty is what it is. Yeah, so two weeks later after their meeting... Her, knee, her knees were shaky that long? Dyson shows up mm-hmm. to Linda's place, Linda and her fiancé's place, with mm-hmm. his homie, uh, a Mr. Bill Miller, who we have not met yet, but we will talk about Bill soon. Miller. That's what I'm going to call him. Go ahead. So Dyson and Bill Miller mm-hmm. uh, show up and forcibly remove Steve Zack from their house and uh he basically implants himself as her new fiance within two weeks of meeting breakdance battle right hey steve zach 
oh, get oh, out of oh, here, oh, asshole. Oh, 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 My name's Heisen oh, oh, and I'm oh. here to stay. I'm going to rap, rap, and rap all day. <laughs> That's the best my, thing, guys. My, my, my penis hit you no, so see, hard. You instantly went blue with it, and you should have gone... You were the one talking about his dick, not me? Royal blue is what you should have done, is what I'm saying. Just, I'm saying that you should have said that with a bit of class. I'm just perpetuating your joke, uh, partially mm. because dick mm. jokes are funny, and partially also because I kind of have to pee. Um, I really have to pee, and have for a while. Most of my words have been splattered with urine. Well? What? Oh, uh, Zach Morris, pee break. All right, we're done with the first notebook, which means we ritualistically burn it. Welcome back to our show. That's right. Zach Morris is still urinating. We think he's got a disease. <laughs> he, he's having troubles, but, you know, we don't, we, we don't harp on him. It's probably that it. giant cell phone he uses. Mm. Can you imagine the size of the tumor in that dude's fucking brainal cavity lobe place? Man. You could fucking... You still cut a tomato with it. So shut the fuck up and go. I am so confused as to where that that it, was. It it really could have gone much longer, and right, it would have been good, let's but not, let's, it would have been uh, distracting. So let's not. So before the pee pee break, uh, I had mentioned that uh, it's in, a little boy he is within two weeks of meeting each other. Uh, Dyson has been. I guess given the okay to show up at Linda's place and physically remove her fiance from her house and like they just like walked in and picked him up by the shoulders and like walked him out and said you don't live here no more or did they beat him up and tell him not to come back or did they kill him? I mean I wish I had more specifics about that I'm sure they didn't kill him but were there threats of violence? I guarantee yes yes and when when, when we get to Bill Miller there's no possible way there wasn't Mill Biller. Threats of violence. However, uh, that's all it says about that. They, they... I, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty badass thing. But like, when it comes to Bill Miller, we know that there were threats of violence. <laughs> Imagine some, somebody saying that about you. Just like, have you interacted with this person? If it comes to fucking Chris Trismegistus Barrios the third dot com, it's, it comes with threats of violence. There will be threats of violence. Just like That's that movie, right. there will be blood. I mean... There were threats of violence in that, I'm sure. There had to be. I'm usually only violent towards vaginas, but... That's such a strange statement. Yeah, violent is a strong word. It's really not like that. It's, it's, really it's not. more like I'm simple... very nice to them, It's more actually. like simple battery. Yeah. Sometimes they say, Oh, why did you do this to me? I don't know why they're talking to you. I fucking asked for it. What part of oh, the story are we on? They fucking... <laughs> anyway. Um, Spin your face, right old man. I wasn't meaning that. I meant... Shut up. And why is it me doing that now? So... <laughs> yes. Upon their engagement, or shortly thereafter, or who gives a fuck, it doesn't matter how long... Um, at this point, it's really irrelevant. Uh, and, and prior to, Linda was a, a fan, but, you know... She had her questions. Of, like, you know, conspiracies and aliens and stuff like that. I, I, I believe... They downplay this, but I, she had to have been much more than just a, a fair-weather fan of this shit to be showing up at a David Icke conference. I mean, that sounds like something Linda would fucking do, you know? Fucking Linda. Go ahead. Look, 
all of it it's not all for everyone is all i'm saying just because you are, are it's a different strokes for different folks oh well david ike certainly comes with them different strokes that's for sure what you talking about mr ike dude really that was a that was a mighty fucking Shut war what that was damn up. that cat meant business <clears throat> and business was ass kicking and ass kicking was meow i love him but he's a turd burglar uh so i think everybody's a turd burglar whatever but upon uh, nobody wants your turds <laughs> upon mixing her white flavor with diazin's that was um, fancy i like how you did that go ahead international delight ah. i suppose she basically just falls completely fucking r word for everything this guy everything that comes out of this motherfucker's mouth Everything. Are we sure she didn't just trip over the dog? She is stupid for this guy. So she starts taking him along with her. And as we find out later, uh, well, I the story tells you later, but I'm going to just tell you now. Yes. A one Mr. Bill Miller starts coming with them as well at some point. Gross. Maybe not right in the beginning. Gross, but, but we'll see how I feel but after I'm was, actually introduced to Bill Miller. He was there within the first two weeks because he was there to help remove the fiancé. So, either That's way, right. Bill Miller is accompanying them as well sometimes to these. He starts, she starts taking him to the UFO conventions and meetings that, that she knows people at and whatever. And, uh, <laughs> they immediately now this is the funniest part and it's irony mm -hmm. uh they all think he's full of shit and are on record saying that he's full of shit and talking about mm -hmm. like the shit that he said to them i bet you when he heard all this stuff like he peed himself a little bit in shame he's like but, but i'm great so people that consider themselves normal smart upstanding citizens fall for this man's bullshit and the ufo alleged bullshit kooks alleged bullshit uh immediately spot it he might be so he proceeds to tell them mm -hmm. most of his normal bullshit but of course remember i said he you know he's adding this new element now and mm -hmm. now these are his people, so he's got to he's got to adapt his stories and shit Man. to to fit this uh, this new shit. You poor poor little psychopath. <sighs> right. So so he goes on to, um, and the way they they excuse me, I'm sorry. The way they group this shit together sometimes is like it's it sounds like he's at least smart enough not to tell the same stories to everybody. But like, and I say smart enough because in no way is any of this smart, but mm -hmm. he tells different stories to different mm -hmm. groups, mm -hmm. right? So some of them, he tells the, the leukemia geneticist uh, fucking, fucking anti-aging mm -hmm. serum. His, his old jam, yeah. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, including, but not limited to uh, uh, test tube babies and such. Mm. Uh, and in another group, he he morphs it into some alien shit by telling them that um, you know, the, the shit about the, being a part of the CIA and knowing, uh, oh, also he is because this is why he's part of the CIA in this particular project, because he's also psychic and mm. he is Man. he is not only psychically privy to this information, but he's also personally uh, part of the project. He, he's the kid that when you played superheroes, he had all the fucking powers because fuck you, I'm perfect and this is what I do. 
Indeed. He's also the kid that would always invite himself to sleep over mm. and wait for you to be talking about something with somebody else and be like, oh, I want to do that. That's cool. I already asked my mom three days ago. Yeah. And he did. He totally did pee with his pants and underwear pulled all the way down to his yep. ankles, even when we were like in our like 10, 11 year old yep. stage. I'm like. And literally anytime somebody said it would be awesome to see somebody ram their head into that. Here he comes like a fucking torpedo. Yeah, that kid. Man, I miss so, him. <laughs> I don't know if women, if girls have that kid around them. I, I assume in some capacity. I assume they do. the girl equivalent is like the glue sniffer. But you oh know, God. just like all the glue. Oh, that yeah, that 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 kid is not kind of Some, Sometimes he's good to have on your team. <laughs> sometimes he turns out to be uh, fucking all kinds of weird shit. But girls do have him. Yes. Word. What do they do? Are they mean? Uh, no, uh, my friend Tiffany, one time we were in the mall and she just walked up to a lady and screamed in her face and the woman smacked her in the face with a fucking shopping bag. So Awesome. And she would call Chinese restaurants and just scream the word Dak! really loud. She was psychotic. Man. By so the way, boy, you say girl. she's single? Uh, no, but she's... <laughs> she's still she's crazy. crazy. The uh, actual <laughs> human lady voice that you're hearing that you never usually hear is... It's um, Jason's new character. Indeed. Yeah. I've been working on it real hard. He's really good at talking like himself and mm. that lady character at the same time. And I, I do a real good Chris, but I not in front of him. It's really racist. <laughs> <laughs> Hola. Anyway, uh, that's my boo-boo. That is... That's, that's Regina and, and hers... Hers, uh, hers painting in the background, doing artsy shit, being all fucking pretty and snickering at the fact that we're dumbasses right along with the rest of you boys and girls. So getting back to it. Those people that would just walk up to a lady and scream in their face don't even know, know the lady. And then just, no, it's, it's just like... And that woman knocked the shit out of him with a full Good. I hope one of them was doing a scientific study on that exact situation and somebody got like useful data out of it. She talked about it today on Facebook. Oh, snap. Awesome. Awesome. I wonder if that's a thing about the G who shall not be named that listens to us all the time that sent Mm. her... Or, or I like dug up into her shit because they're like, oh, we know who that bitch is. We got their friends on Facebook. We're going to go dig through her pictures and shit and like send that Goddamn something time to her that trigger that memory. AI well, fucking no. as a memory. Suggestion. It was one of those things where she's like, it's one of those memes where it's like, post a memory of you and I together. And um, she said something else that was really hilarious and terrible that I can't mention. But, yeah. Um, and I. Tony mentioned the one about her screaming in somebody's face, and I mentioned the uh, Chinese restaurant. I when I get those challenges, I'm like, but all of my friends that I would post a, a memory of, like, we have very strict uh, court papers that says that <laughs> I can't talk about it. Right. So yeah. uh, their service doesn't work underground. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, so like I was saying, uh, at, at some groups he would tell the story about being a part of the CIA and knowing that uh, a psychic part of the CIA mm. and knowing of a plot. Uh, now, like I said, some of these people he would tell that it's the aliens that are going to come down and poison the mm-hmm. drinking water and wipe out most of the population. And to some, he would say that it's the CIA that's going to do it. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Puerto Ricans. Okay, but the aliens go. are still involved some kind yes. of way. 
Um, and and now here's the funniest one to 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 others. He would say that he himself is a ten thousand year old alien. I mean, it all tracks. Who is also a doctor of genetics? It makes sense. Um, and that there will be an attack. And like, also uh, actual valuable information. Like, and yes, I, I agree with this ten thousand year old right. So man, he's telling the story from uh, many different positions that that he takes. Is in. one of them missionary? Uh, I would think at least two of them, yes. So Two of them? Now now we're talking party or boring? So with all of his boasting, uh, boring party. The, the, the UFO folks want to see paperwork and stuff like, hey man, what's up? Who the fuck are you for real? And every time he would show up, it would be that, oh, I forgot my fucking ID and my other mm-hmm. fucking biker shorts. But I remembered my banjo so uh-huh. I could do... This is actually an alien tune from my uh, mm-hmm. planet, uh, 13 Night Years it's Away. It's called, Fuck You. It's actually called, Give uh, Me Your Blood. Dueling Buttholes, and we use no, it. Dueling Buttholes, Christopher. <clears throat> Shut up your face. You know what? I wish you were Christopher Robin from the Winnie the Pooh things, because then at least while you were playing with Pooh, it'd be wholesome. So, yeah, yeah, whole shut up. Um... <laughs> Du- dueling but wholesome. His... Mm. Mm. I like honey, but that's really sticky. It, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've been dead for 15 years. I keep telling you this. So, upon all of this and the ID forgettings and the, all of this and that and, and that and this, mm-hmm. um, one of those people, a friend of Linda's, decides yet again that they're going to spend their own money to hire a PI to look into this fucking fucking piece of shit. Just spend your course, money on a PIE and just be like, yeah, he's he's guilty. I know it. He did it. Because look at him. And that way you get pie at the same time. <clears throat> and of course, this PI does his job and finds everything, which he presents to that friend. And uh, then they subsequently present to Linda. And she calls bullshit. I don't know why I see so much cer- ceremony and pomp. In presenting the information to Linda, like, I see, like, old, uh, you know, like, uh, medieval messenger boys with their poofy collars and shoulder pads and stuff, and they're, like, on one knee, and there's two of them, and they're both holding this, like, gilded, wrapped, uh, like, platter of paper to her. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. We need that on a t-shirt. I need presenting, I need presenting data to people that like that very I, much now and i yes. need data now so yes. it's but that good. would be like i think we should do it as like a, a light side and a dark side sort of thing so like that would be the light side t-shirt and on the dark side it would be like a picture of me with you know my my usual horns and i'm like stuffing computer paper into somebody's fucking mouth oh i went dark a whole a whole different way i, I mean was, i was thinking whichever way i was you thinking want, shave I was thinking shaved squirrel jacking it in the back of a fucking jack-in-the-box that's been closed down for years. That's dark. How exactly is that the opposite of, or the, the I mean, same but a darker version of what I, we... You didn't, you never said shut version. Up, you shut said up, dark shut side. You're stinking... And I'm like, that squirrel has got fucking face. issues. We're already at 53 minutes. We're good at this, is what it is. That never works for you. I don't know why you even try it. So, mm-hmm. What I forgot to mention 
uh, in the ending, that the very tale ending of um, <clears throat> of uh, the adoption process for mm. Dimitri mm-hmm. is that um, the adoption agent lady, Avanda, she said that shit was fucking weird and she called the police. Oh, not the police. She called the yes. FBI. Wow. And she said, yes, hey, bro. Can Is I the write? FBI that easy to get in touch with? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Neat. So, 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 yeah, she's like, um, yeah, yeah, this, this shit ain't right. I think mm-hmm. y'all need to go figure something out. So they, I guess, called the local cops and made them go do a welfare check. Mm-hmm. Right? Cops get there. They question him. <laughs> Uh, they remove they make him remove guns from his house apparently Mm -hmm. he's got a few guns so he goes and and gives them to the neighbor Um, sounds very official actually wow Pedro Pedro's still kicking it with him I don't know why but uh, I mean you can't pick your neighbors right so Pedro takes his guns for him Uh, the cops ask him where's his wife Mm-hmm. And I guess without skipping a beat, he says, "Oh, she's dead. I killed her with my samurai swords for her blood." <laughs> so, so that's the end of that. that. You can have the guns, you idiots. That's that's the end of that. So here we are now, having gone through uh, Dyson's antics in between. Antics is what they would be called, I think. Yeah. That's a fair word. This this was everything that happened that girly, that had nothing to do with girly and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. The shit that happened in between uh, them splitting apart and those last uh, like year or so of them together and that sort of thing. Fucking that was all the shit that she didn't know anything about that he was still doing. School so days, school days. So now we catch back up to uh, the day of her disappearance, mm-hmm. uh, September 9th of 1999. Oh, no, sorry. This is the night before it. I apologize. Oh. She disappears on the 10th. On the 9th, mm-hmm. she finishes work. Mm-hmm. Uh, she On her way home, she stops to mail a letter to her parents, and she okay. continues home. Uh, at 7.03 p.m., she calls the phone company because she hasn't received her bill and you know she's very meticulous and Mm -hmm. you know she stays on top of that shit so she calls them to figure out what the fuck's going on with her bill Mm -hmm. um a few within a few minutes after that uh you remember good old ernie i do and ernie and girly talk every single night Mm -hmm. uh ernie start ernie calls her Mm -hmm. uh no answer no return call and Ernie calls her a few more times uh, between that 7.00 whatever and 10 p.m. Okay. When she finally says, fuck it, and goes to bed. Uh, no answer, obviously. The whole time. No, Bert. She still won't answer. Uh, cuts to, go to sleep. the next morning. Girl, uh, Ernie tries headache, to call Bert. her. Please stop. <laughs> my head hurts. I'm going to wash my hair. Um. So yeah, Ernie calls, tries to call her one more time in the morning before work. Mm-hmm. Uh, still no answer. Then cuts to work and her coworkers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, at eight fifteen, they call the cops. They are fucking worried, right? Mm-hmm. They call the cops. The cops give them the runaround for a while. 
until after the fourth time, like I said, the manager finally calls and tells him the whole story about why we're this <laughs> concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're finally like, okay, we're going to go do a welfare check. Mm-hmm. This bitch doesn't even get on welfare. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the same time that they're trying to do that, uh, you remember I mentioned the one kid that helped her move? The yes. only person that knew where she lived. I do. He decides to take it upon himself to leave work and mm-hmm. go to her apartment to check on it himself mm-hmm. instead of waiting for the cops. Good. Because good, they good, had good. still not even convinced the cops to go do anything yet. So he goes over there mm-hmm. and he notices that her car is still in the parking lot mm-hmm. um, and that the door is locked. But looking in, when he looks into the windows of the car, nothing looks out of you know out of the ordinary mm-hmm. and he can't see into the apartment so in knocking a few times getting no answer calling getting no answer he finally decides to go and get the building manager to uh to try mm-hmm. to let him in and he agrees so he and the building manager walk into the place and uh according to them they saw really nothing out of the ordinary uh there was really not a whole there there wasn't really any unusual signs of struggle or anything crazy Mm -hmm. uh a few things disheveled but nothing you know that looked like anything happened i mean keanu Um, reeves was there you know they're talking disheveled (laughs) it had orange carpet in this apartment and uh Mm. but apparently there was a big stain shagging wagon uh that looked like it had been previously cleaned and mm-hmm. uh, a few speckles that were gotcha. apart from said spa- said stain that were also in the carpet that had looked you. like they were cleaned. I got but it. that they didn't really see anything that stood out to them as, as ominous, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So they exit the apartment and uh, the police officer shows up mm-hmm. and he tells them what's going on and that the... the you know that the two of them talk to him and they're like well we just went in there and looks fine to us so like they're never supposed to do the mm-hmm. cops like all right well i'll go talk to him yeah so i trust you yeah. yeah the cops like word <laughs> word all right cool building manager and random fucking dude that works at a furniture store i'm certainly going to go tell the guy that we're afraid may have done something ominous exactly where this place is by going to ask him questions about right. it. Right. So they go to Dyson's house. And, oh, no, sorry, not they. The police officer mm-hmm. from there leaves and goes to Dyson's house. There he runs into uh, the sergeant who is going to question Dyson as well, but about something totally different. So they... They go in. They, they, Are you going to be able to make our fucking magic match this weekend or what? <laughs> so they... Um, oh, one thing. I'm sorry. One thing that uh, aside from the stain on the carpet mm-hmm. that, that the the uh, the dude Jesse did notice that was weird when they walked into Gurley's house was that the deadbolt wasn't locked. And it she does. lives in fear. She always locks yeah, the deadbolt. It does seem... So, but still, that's yeah. not a sign of a struggle per se. Right, right, right. Anyway... <clears throat> Moving back to Dyson's house, they're knocking, they can't get a hold of him. They walk in and see that it is 100% empty. His Mm. house is fucking empty. Dude's gone. Nice. So they start questioning neighbors. They go to Pedro. They're like, 
What's that, Pedro? But, uh, well, what do you I know? I like you being so familiar with me. What I'm, do you know? I'm an old man named Pedro. What up with them guns and shit? I don't bro. know you. Pedro's like, um, yeah, so he shows up uh, about a week ago and says, says... he would shoot me with his gun if I didn't give him his gun back. <laughs> Gotta give it to him first so that he could, you know... And I believed so, him, just like always. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Pedro gives him his guns back. Uh, he says that he is moving to El Paso, mm. so uh, because then that puts him closer and it makes it easier for him to then move to uh, Mexico where he can receive his cancer treatments. Ah, see, the thing is that the cops don't mind if I take the guns to a different city, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can give them back now. Uh, when in actuality, apparently, he really went to South Carolina. Uh, to be with one of his three other fiancés at the time. This dude. Which we don't have to get into any of them no. except for one. Damn it. Uh, <clears throat> this particular fiancé, it's it's a short run with uh, a Miss Sherry Clinton who flew from South Carolina the day after Gurley was, uh, was missing, so mm-hmm. on the 10th. Uh, so of uh, the eleventh, mm-hmm. she flew from South Carolina to Albuquerque mm-hmm. to uh, drive the moving truck. So he had a uh, Pedro said a week ago he had a moving truck show up and they loaded all his shit. So moved him to El Paso. But mm-hmm. so she showed up uh, and drove the moving truck with him all the way back to South Carolina, where he moved in with her and they were fiancés. And that was her first time meeting him in person. <coughs> Man, the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strange bedfellows. So in her reports, she tells the police that uh, she couldn't help but noticing that he was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. 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 So he was injecting himself yet again, mm-hmm. telling her that it's morphine for his fucking leukemia, and that if he didn't have it, he'd be all shaky and in pain and stuff. Mm. Uh, he was now eating some kind of white powder, like putting it underneath his tongue, uh, and said that that was uh, for something to do with his fucking cancer treatments or some shit. If you tell me that this is how Oops All Berries happened... <laughs> Um, and on occasion, he was also vomiting blood. Man, none of those things is good for nobody. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> I'm weary about what's happening. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Um. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry about that. Man. Uh, so, the panic on my face. Uh, I left him alone with his thoughts. Terrifying it was. Oh, I'm a terrible person. That's what we do. Terrifying how quickly I came to terms with all of my terrifying thoughts. Uh, so, yeah, he's doing drugs. He's puking blood. He's doing, you know... We're his, talking about Heisen right now, right? His Heisen not, thing, We're yeah. not still me. Okay. No, this is uh, this is on his way back to South Carolina. So I haven't and, thrown up blood in minutes, and, and I would thank you to not show 
the pictures that you took of it. And just uh, give me your blood. That's what I'm trying to say. You cannot have my blood. It is sacred. And so, and so, just upon, you lie about a thing. Don't make it true. <laughs> upon hearing all of this uh, funny stuff going on with this guy, they mm-hmm. decide to go back. Now, the sergeant and the the first cop that went to Girlies in the first place mm-hmm. decide to go back to Girlies and mm-hmm. go in and do a check and themselves. Be cops, yeah. be cops. Okay, right, cool. right, right, right. And, of course, immediately they start noticing evidence, Mm -hmm. such as the overwhelming smell of bleach, Mm. uh, as well as the big stain in the carpet. Maybe they bleached buttholes there. All of that fun stuff. Like, under the table, you know? So they cut up and tear up... They surprise people with it under the table. (laughs) Bleach your butthole. (laughs) But actually realize it was to happen. Aren't there, like, clubs for that? I had, There sounds like there should be, and I think that might be something we should look into. Go ahead. You go ahead and let me know what you find. I'm done. Um, I've been dead for 15 years, I keep telling you. So, so they go ahead and cut up the carpet and get call forensics and get all this shit sent out to the labs, including uh, some, you know, articles of clothing that were around and this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... About 150 miles away, mm-hmm. uh, in Magdalena, there was a state uh, highway dude who like runs cop? around. No, no, not a cop. Like just one of the one of the the dudes who works for the the state okay. or whatever Catch on the you. highway, picking up whatever trash so and whatnot. Yeah, okay. yeah, but not a trash dude per se. Like he does all kinds of shit like that. But anyway. Um, so he is, he is around one of the rest areas mm-hmm. of the interstate, you know, and uh, he notices a tarp on the shoulder of the highway, mm-hmm. which he doesn't think uh, is, you know, odd because it's now hunting season, deer mm-hmm. hunting and elk hunting and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of hunters will use the tarps to wrap the bodies in and whatever. Mm-hmm. So he gets closer he, he as he's walking up to the tarp to pick it up because it could be a road hazard. Mm-hmm. He notices uh, spots of blood on it, which he's like, you know, whatever. It could be deer blood. And then upon, like, moving it around a little bit, he sees that there is duct tape and pieces of hair and... No, it could be that somebody just duct taped their kill. Yeah, this is fine. And more blood and stuff. This one. No, it's good that maybe this is a deer that was covered in, in fine black Asian hair. So, yeah. yeah. He, uh, the, the, he collects it carefully and um, around... The, you know, continues to search around the vicinity or whatever, and then he stumbles upon a a, a top, a, a shirt, okay. girl's top, uh, shorts, okay. and um, undies, all of which have blood on them and mm. hair. And mm. so he, yeah, he, he calls the cops. He gives it all to the cops. Man. Um, so mm. they're obviously looking for Dyson pretty hard, and and so they follow in trails and this and that they stumble upon um in girlie's apartment they find adoption papers which Hmm. no sorry not in in 
in Carolyn's apartment that just along the trail of who the fuck is this guy, mm-hmm. and yada, yada. So they find adoption papers, and uh, Linda Henning's name is on them as an emergency contact for some mm. fucking weird, stupid reason. I mean, it seems legal, right? <laughs> they go and uh, contact Linda, find Linda and contact her, and she says, oh, yeah, no, I'll help you any way you need to. Uh, basically tells them nothing mm-hmm. and then disappears. Goes into hiding mm-hmm. or whatever. <clears throat> she was a ghost all along. Um, so they go back and they're talking to Dyson's neighbors a little more and then one of them now says, well, uh, on the 9th, so this would be the, day, the night before Gurley's disappearance mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh on the ninth she and her husband or friend or whatever were sitting out on their porch and they saw a car speed and into the neighborhood and scream up and fucking screech up onto his lawn mm-hmm. or in his driveway parked all crooked and shit mm-hmm. and he jumps <clears> out <throat> wearing all black with like black paint on his face like he was fully blacked out uh, runs into the house about five minutes later, runs back out, still dressed in black, uh, jumps back into the car and speeds off. Right. Hmm. Peculiar. Peculiar. Not worrying, but peculiar. So that's a thing. Now the cops are like, okay, that's fun. So three days later on the 13th, <laughs> the cops receive three separate calls from three separate women all claiming to be getting to be receiving harassing phone calls uh, from Dyson. Give me your blood, I want your blood. Give me your blood, I want your blood. (laughs) One of which um, is uh, a lady who we don't have to go into. Great. Uh, It's the neighbor who said that she saw him in all black. Okay. I don't know how the fuck he found out. Mm-hmm. What he, it's, Either way, he's harassing her. Um, one of which, which is fucking ridiculous, is his divorce lawyer from Gurley. Mm. So he goes and sees her uh, when he and Gurley are going to be divorced. Her name is Felisa Garcia. Mm-hmm. He goes and sees her on February 5th of 1999. That's my birthday. It is. It was my birthday that day, too. And that day, that year, and every year and since. I was just a little babe, you know? You were still That's a turd burglar. Just the, the whole world ahead of me. Mm. But future Jason was like, fuck you, kid. <laughs> I got plans and you're not going to like them. So he hires her to be his divorce attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, come several months later, April 27th, he winds up naming her, his divorce attorney, as the second beneficiary on his will. I mean, uh, yeah. Second to Dimitri. I mean, that makes sense, kind of. Um, you want some stranger to have your fucking stuff, if whatever, right, guys? At the same time... Uh, Felissa, once uh, after the, the divorce hearings and all that, she uh, procured her own attorney 
because she was planning to adopt Dimitri herself. This fucking, this drug-addicted baby has got to be one charming motherfucker. At the same time, mm-hmm. somehow this man's stories have mm-hmm. not only uh, 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 touched this woman, his mm-hmm. divorce attorney, but also her mother, who sent a check as a down payment. Apparently, mm-hmm. it was a thousand dollar check. I thought they said a hundred thousand dollars at first, but a thousand dollar check to him as a down payment for the purchase of his house. She was going to buy his house. Her daughter was going to fucking adopt his child. I think he just turns on the gas on these people's ovens and before he starts talking to them and then gets out just in enough time to not have the severe permanent brain damage that these people have developed. It is fucking insanity. So she calls the cops and tells them that he called her and yelled at her for a good 20 minutes going on and on about um, how he is convinced that she is a part of this fucking plot that uh, uh, has (sighs) dissected his son Mm. and that if that is not true, that he is demanding from her proof of his well-being you know or what? Everyone is going to die. You know what, cops? I call you to tell you all this, not because he he called me initially, not because he called to yell at me, not because of the length of time that he yelled at me or the subject matter. Why I call you about this is I didn't like that motherfucker's tone. Hmm. You don't take that tone with me. I'm fucking crazy too. And miraculously, he didn't have a German or. Japanese accent anymore sounds a whole lot like a lot of the people that make the burritos down at Taco Bell the best burrito eatery that's ever been eaten at maybe you should look into this guy with little donkeys named as food I'm pretty sure I don't like him anymore I don't like anyone so so the cops are like holy shit this is two women so far now that are that that he's sending death threats to Uh, enter number three uh, Ivanda Shesha. Her again. Yes. The uh, the, <laughs> the adoption agent mm-hmm. uh, is now receiving phone calls from Dyson as well. Um, <coughs> because, you know, she turned him into the FBI mm-hmm. and all that. Which he didn't, he wasn't cool with that. He was, yes, he was unappreciative oh, of that uh, prick. set of circumstances. Take the time to really fucking, you know, Give the guy some attention and then he's going to be like, I'm mad at you for it. Whatever, dude. So because he can't control himself and he just absolutely has to harass these women. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a compulsion. From his own home phone number. Man, he's good. These fucking... He's good. These fucking cops who are, I guess, good at their jobs, tracked the phone calls back to the house in South mm-hmm. Carolina Mm-mm. where they proceed to show up. Not obviously not these particular cops, but the cop, the you police over but there go ahead. proceed to show up and, um, and arrest him for harassment. Three counts of, of harassment, uh, across state lines. Two or... counts of just being dumb, dude. Really? <sighs> so <clears throat> upon search, 
those charges might not stick. Upon the initial search, I should say, Mm -hmm. of the house in South Carolina, this poor woman that, that... Right, that's really all we had to say about her. She doesn't play any other part. She just is now having her house ransacked uh, twice. So this is the initial uh, search of this house where they find a gun, uh, two vials of blood, a bunch of needles, a bunch of different drugs, which they they, they don't specify, Um, uh, a steam cleaner, Yeah. two sticks of charcoal. Uh Uh-huh, right, yeah. And lo and behold, they also find Girlie's address book and her ID. She wasn't using them no more. We killed her fucking last week. So technically, this is all still circumstantial shit. Because he was married to her and blah, blah, blah. They don't know that she's dead yet, but whatever, whatever. So this is all still circumstantial. But they were able to arrest him on the uh, on the harassment of the, with the phone calls and shit. So right. while they're holding him, they can put some shit together and, you know, take it to whoever they're going to take it. So they wind up convening a grand jury about this shit and putting him on trial. But... Like we were talking about, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't know that they were illegally allowed to do this because it seems fucked up to me. But apparently during the fucking trial to indict him, they still only have circumstantial evidence. So they're still doing their whole their investigations and all that. What is the indictment on? Because um, they could be charging him for the other shit they while are. investigating. They are. They can mm-hmm. do that. That's exactly what they're doing. Right. Uh-huh. That's exactly what they're two doing. Crimes. He's not being charged for her disappearance yet. Right. Okay. So uh, that makes more sense. Now mm-hmm. I understand it. So. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're indicting him for the harassment and all that mm-hmm. shit. I don't know why they needed a grand jury for that, but yeah, well, a grand old jury. Possibly because it was across state jury. lines. It has multiple and states involved. All these lines that yeah. we know. <clears throat> um, you're a stupid song about a dumb thing, and I'm gonna stop singing it. Hey, hey. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the trial convenes <coughs> in Kirky on September twenty seventh of nineteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. and the star witness is none other than Prince. That would have been hilarious, been Linda good. Henning. Linda Henning, who is what do you fucking know? Zero help. I'm a she star. literally denies knowing anything or anyone other than Dyson. And um, she even goes on to say, <laughs> when they prove evidence of the fact that she has been into Girly Chew's bank, the, the branch that she works mm-hmm. at, and actually dealt directly with her. She still claims she doesn't remember anything like that. She's never seen or heard that name, knows fucking nothing. So, whatever. So now they gotta find Mo. Um, what does Mo have to do with it? He, th- he has his own troubles. What he was there. Mean? He was there. He knows He knows Mo. Then he's letting on. He would be. So, here's where we catch up with uh, and finally do meet uh, uh, Mill Biller. This motherfucker here better be only four seconds of a fucking Mill Biller Bill Miller with Bill Miller. Oh no, he's quite a bit more than four seconds. Oh, shit, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Miller's quite a fucking bowl of should we shit. should we come back to to fucking Bill Miller's story part 
if you want to stop it right there, I think that's probably a good point before we actually wait, 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 wait. before we actually I'm get waiting. into um, the, the the real shits about the trials. I mean, because we're there, but we're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one sec, one sec. Fuck your face. This is not appropriate. Oh, hold that's the music. wrong page. My bad. It that is uh that yeah no that's not the right hold music. Uh yeah no that's fine. That that's a good place. That's a good place. Cause you just listened to another good place episode of See No Hear No Speak No. Well, I think I've proven that this one is chock full of the UFOs, conspiracies, and murders. God damn it. Or is it? Or is it? I I mean, we've had everything from nasal implants to uh, uh, genetically engineered psychic power babies and fucking uh, 10,000-year-old aliens with plots for poisoning the drinking supply. And and there was that one time when he was... He thought he he was about to fall down the stairs, but he ended up doing a perfect fucking standing backflip and just landing perfectly on the ground and nobody was there to see it, but it was totally fucking rad. Oh, we haven't even Mm -hmm. mentioned yet, but I will just throw it out there that that it's... uh, uh, If you want even more chock full, it's going to come to light that the people (laughs) who are... He's gonna, actually looking around the room instead of just speaking into the microphone. They might be listening. Oh. They might be watching us. Well, we're making it very easy. The people who are going to set off this plot. Mm-hmm. Good. Tell them the aliens to come get us. I'm fucking tired of it here. Are lizards. Shape-shifting lizards. I thought you were going to say lesbians. Lizards. The Serbians? Yes. Like the bad guys from Back to the Future? Hairy armpits and all. Or like the real life bad guys? Dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Serbia. We love you. They all <laughs> smell funny. I love lizards. I I mean, I don't dislike lizards, but when they're... I don't like lizards that are liars, though. Look, when they have plot, and all of them are, when they have plots for world domination, I, I have to say the they know, my brother. Because, I mean, they have a few good points. <laughs> Does it matter? But those that are, they are more sunlight and and higher taxes on the rich. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you better keep that rock warm. I need puddles consistently spaced because I get thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> More mealworms. Segregate the schools again. I don't even know why. I love black people. (laughs) (laughs) This is the lizard talking, of course. Burn the books. They do not tell my people's story anyway. And the bras. Titties are great. Mm. Well, of course. That was... um, That was... So, uh, if you would like to say hi to Regina and ask why she puts herself through actually Mm. putting up with me on a more regular basis than you guys have to uh you can send your message uh entitled wtf yo to snhnsnpod at gmail.com do i tell them the truth for sure you tell them all the truth breaking report
<laughs> Just no pictures unless I approve them. You can't listen to pictures, you idiot. <laughs> no, that's not a picture. That's you being gross in real life. Stop it. I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> Countdown. Countdown. Three, two, two and a one. Adios. We'll see you again, probably. And away, no snatches. Listen to that, my phone's like. Countdown is done. Here's the notification. Take it slowly, you're still young. That's your fault. There's so much you have to go through. Find a girl and settle down. If you want, you can marry. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy. The times that I've tried Keeping all the things I knew inside It's hard, but it's harder to ignore it If they were right, I'd agree But it's them they know, not me There's a way